Welcome to Fragrophilia. Thank you so much for listening. This is Jane. And this is Jeff. And we're going to keep this episode pretty casual, you know, over the holiday break. We don't have a lot of industry news to report like we normally do. Not a lot of uh, new fragrance releases. And we've kind of just been deep in our own collection. So I think that we are going to be focusing on what fragrances we've been wearing and into and maybe some thoughts on moving into 2024. First off, Happy New Year, everyone, and uh, welcome to 2024. We're very excited. Do you have any, uh, Jane, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I actually don't have any resolutions, but I have goals. Okay. And as they pertain to Fragrophilia, I was actually sketching some ideas for like some Fragrophilia t-shirts. Oh. Before this episode. Tease. Yeah. So if you like my artwork and you like perfume, we have some treats in store for you. Wow, and that even kind of rhymed. What about you? Yeah, I think that uh, we've also been talking about kind of reducing the consumption. We have a big collection by, I mean, normal standards. We don't have. We added a lot last year. Yeah, but it's to the point where it's like, I don't want to have to buy a new cabinet. No, we can only devote so much real estate yeah, to perfume in our home. We'll be moving later in the year, and it's just, but also it's just kind of like, I love sampling and trying so many perfumes, but I don't need a bottle of every perfume I like. That, that's just, you know, it's a lot of glass. It's a lot. Of, we have dogs running around, you know, it's like something's coming down. Yeah, yeah, and there's so much new stuff coming out all the time now that like we really pay attention to it because we do this podcast there's great releases happening constantly and you can definitely get swept away in the novelty of them and like they're the best noses in the world on on some of these new fragrances you have to really spend time with something i think before you commit i agree and sometimes maybe you know a a decant five milliliters ten milliliters that's more than enough because you you're only going to wear them so many times, especially when you have so many, mm-hmm. that it's just kind of, I, I want to experience it here and there, but it's just kind of, I look back at, at like our Byredos and, you know, Byredo boy, hashtag, most of them are 100 mLs and they take up a lot of space. So yeah, I, I, those Byredos. If I could go back, I'd go ginormo. to ginormous. Yeah. And, um, but I think this is, I would love some help from listeners out there. Because I think it would be cool. What are the best groups on either Facebook or Reddit or wherever to kind of do trading and selling of perfumes? Because I hear people talk about it. Oh, I bought this in the groups or traded this in the groups. But I don't really know where to start with that. And I think I'd be into that. I think a lot of Poshmark too. Yeah, I think it would just be kind of cool to... I don't know why this one's jumping to my mind, but like BDK Parfums, uh, Tuberose Imperial, we have it, but I could like decant about five mil of that or yeah, 10 actually, mil of that and then that the sell day, the rest of it or trade me. it for something else. You know, it's like, I like it, but I don't love it. And, um, and it's taking up space. That's a big bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hundred mil, right? I th- they, yeah. They only yeah. do a hundred mil. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think with regards to like, being careful with your purchasing, not being addicted to new things all the time. I've fallen so much in love with Lustre by Le Gallien, which was Jeff's birthday gift or sorry, anniversary gift mm-hmm. for me. And it's the most incredible, gently spiced, powdery 
white floral. It has a slight vintage vibe. I've talked about it a lot, but I love this so much and I've already put a little bit of a dent in it. Yeah. Yeah, just for having it for like two or three weeks. Yeah, but- I say that about all those Byredo bottles, but being 100 ml, but you are kind of plowing a little, yeah, You'll it's sitting right in me- front of us here. And- you have to get me another bottle next year. I think I, I do kind of want to commit to that as a semi-signature scent this year. Yeah, you were mentioning something. I don't know what your ratio or what you were saying, but it's like 75% of the time you want to wear that and 25% of the time you'll just wear something else. What if I did that? I think that's kind of a great idea. It would be nice to have a home base, you know? Well, it certainly has been your home base the past three weeks. Yeah. I would say you have worn that every day. Sometimes just wearing a new perfume every day makes me feel slutty. (laughs) You know? I guess I'm gonna be able to commit at some point. Yeah, yeah. No, that that, that does make sense. <laughs> but um, so I'll report back on how this goes in our next episode. Well, and it, it it just even as a bystander, you experience this fragrance in different ways every day. Each, I mean, most days it smells like oh, I can tell she's wearing L'Australia, but there's been points where it's just kind of like oh wow, there's a new facet to it that I didn't tell or was a little bit more powdery than normal or it got a little bit more ambery or something like that and it's it's just a bit i mean the white florals are always kind of there um that was our dog ringing uh <laughs> ringing in the the episode but um it is just it's nice to kind of live in a fragrance for a little while and now, not always going through the churn yeah yeah and now every time i take my hair down like i get this gust of legallion yeah. I mean, it smells so good in my hair. Yeah, and I think you know, going. Sorry, Lustre, not Legallion. The name of the well, brand. I mean, it's the brand. I got yeah. what you're saying, but I think yeah, kind of continuing on what we were talking about in the last episode, where I was having kind of these revelatory moments with some fragrances, and it just made me want to hunker down with those and have some real experiences, really reserve that time and expense and budget towards things that really move me rather than just adding to the collection mm-hmm. and uh and throwing something on every now and then and enjoying it. oh yeah then, oh yeah i did like that one i'm glad i bought it but it's like i don't know you know it's like even i have this i finally did get fauna by regime de fleur because it's limited and it's just it's it's really just hit me somehow yeah, you're just, gonna be so happy with that. I have this little bit of a sample on my desk of it, and I smell it every day. And every day, I put a little dab on my on my hand, and I'll just smell it. And I just, I love it. I love living in it. I'll go into it a little bit more later, but it just having those type of experiences is is I don't know. That's what it's about for me right now, at least, or and hopefully moving forward. So that's I'm looking for that. I'm not looking for. I'm, I'm looking for the old quality and not quantity so talking about perfumes that kind of move us on a deeper level we've mentioned a lot that we're super into the amouage attar collection yes when did that come out was it last year i think it was i last think it's year. the last few years I, I i can't remember i think nine 2019's when the first run came out i don't know um <laughs> sorry <laughs> they've had new ones out this year like yeah the they did run, come out with some they've expanded year, yeah. the collection anyway for christmas 
you got me and really both of us the Amwash Atar sample set, mm -hmm. which has been so much fun to play with. We've got. Do we have it out? Uh, no, I don't think we do. You you run in there and I'll I'll do some dead air talking. But yeah, it is. It's been really fun to kind of go through and experience each one of them and just kind of. I guess the approach was originally to create traditional atars, but bring them into kind of a modern perfume approach, make them more accessible or more mass appealing on some level. At least that's what I've read. And I get that, but there are some in here that are just, they're so gorgeous. It's kind of hard to get the oils out the way the little vials are. Yeah, it's it's actually kind of dangerous because they give you an incredibly small amount in the samples, but it's really all you need because a tiny little drop yeah, is little. so strong. Um, but I think the ones that we've been most into have been Incense Rory. Top of the list, and yeah. Vanilla Barca. We've also played around with Safran, Safran Hamra as well as Oud Ulya. I really, really liked Oud Ulya. You, you wore that last night. I wore that last night. Funky. It is big. And um, I know that you keep saying that I'm in my freak era. <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's all Ouds and then Anomalics, and that may, may be true on some level. Um, I really liked it when you were wearing the, the Saffron Hamra. Yeah, that one's really nice. It, it honestly does remind me of like maybe a cross between Oud Ulya and uh, Incense Rory. It's like a bit warmer than Incense Rory, not as uh, funky and uh, rosewoody as Oud Ulya. So Saffron Hamra was quite beautiful and I thought wearable. Yeah. Oud Ulya, not so much. There's a really strong, like, um, I think it's, I think it's a rosewood note. Yeah, it's something. Something deep, dark, and red in there. And with that kick you in the face oud. Yeah. It's intense. It's intense. It's definitely not something you're wearing to a dinner party or <laughs> anywhere where you're going to get locked into a kind of a closed space. It's pretty powerful. My, um, my thing about, sorry, my thing about oud ulya is that I think because you can control how much you put on so much with the atars. Mm -hmm. If you if you microdose Oud Ulya, so to speak, <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be how it shines the best. Just, yeah. just lightly anoint yourself and then spray something else on top. I would like to try Oud Ulya that way. I, yeah. The two, I, I love Oris Walken a lot, but I feel like... Is it like Christopher Walken? <laughs> Did I say that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. I've been saying Oris Wakan, but I like how Oh, it is Oris Wakan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have my glasses on, so and that piece of paper is far away. <laughs> I like the no, <laughs> That was the worst Christopher Walken impression ever. But um it uh it feels kind of boring on I can some see level. What it's you pretty unbelievably high quality it's incredible yeah i mean quality aside for just like a straight up orris powdery you know makeup classic perfume style it's just kind of like i don't know I, I, aside from the quality and the power of it it's something i've smelled before yeah it does kind of feel like 60s toiletries in some way it feels a little bit like you know 
1960. It feels like Betty Draper. I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely yeah. get that. I definitely do. A little stuffy, a little repressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, chic, you know, young. And, uh, but uh, I, I like the rose you wore last night. Yeah, I, I honestly was kind of disappointed by Rosacore. You know, if we're talking about, you know, I'm such a lover of rose. I would have wanted a more interesting composition. And it was just kind of a standard woody rose. Nothing too crazy going on. It was slightly green. Um, That is, for me, probably the weakest of the collection that I've tried. I prefer all the other ones. I prefer Oris Wicon to the rose yeah. decor. And then Vanilla Barca. Love. I think that this is probably going to be if if you showed this collection to people and you asked them to vote on the best one, I think most people would choose Vanilla Barca because it's the most addictive vanilla. Yeah, it's so rich and it's it's so it's everything that you want out of a vanilla slightly leaning gourmand but not cake because it's kind of smoky and just rich and comforting and oh it's so good and it's dominique ropion and to me it smells extremely extremely similar to baby cat yeah to me it's the thing that smells most like baby cat it obviously costs more than baby cat but you can actually get it in the united states so yeah it's it's gorgeous it's ridiculously expensive i mean like 500 dollars, right i think they're 540 oh my god for 12 milliliters <laughs> yeah but i can see just i mean how many yeah. milliliters are these samples like they're like 0. 0.7 yeah. yeah so it's like you um you really do when i wore oud olia i put probably like a drop and a half mm -hmm. on and it's so dense the oil is so dense that you can kind of like spread that around and then you know dab your neck a little bit and it literally filled up the room mm -hmm. you did the same with the rose i smelled that rose all night um, but the winner to me is that incense, Rory. I think it for just. Sure. I have I, my heart set on that for next year. Talk about yeah, you know, conscious consumption. I think I'm glad I finally got you on board with it. I'm glad I got a hefty sample from our connection at Neva Marcus. Yeah. Jeff went and gave him a sample of Baby Cat as a thank you. Yeah, he had mentioned when we <laughs> when we were when we met him the first time that he and when he gave you that very generous sample that um he uh he was really wanting baby cat and he was waiting for somebody to like a rep or someone to bring him a sample from overseas so i brought him a little sample of it and thanked him for the incense rory which i've worn a couple times and it's, i think i said maybe last time in the last episode it's one of those i'm not sure that i would normally grab it i do like incense scents but not always, and it's so gorgeous. It's just so gorgeous, and I think it would actually layer well. Mm -hmm. There's something very creamy about it. Yeah. For being an incense, it's got like this really intense sandalwood facet that doesn't wear you out. Sandalwood can kind of wear you out. It's just beautiful. And it's smoky in a way that a campfire is smoky from afar, mm -hmm. where if you're cold, that, that smells like the greatest thing you could smell. You know, if that makes any type of sense, like no, it, yeah. it's such a, it's not an offensive 
the campfire or fire and sometimes incense are smells to me that can really put me off. Like I don't want I don't want it all over my clothes. I don't want to smell like I've been standing around a campfire. But this has a smokiness that makes me want to gravitate towards it and that's uh, it's unique to me and I I really like that. Yeah, the first time I smelled it, I just I didn't want to wash my body. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, I mean, geez, I put one drop on it one day and it's like I'm not sure if I did wash my body if it would go away. It's so like dense and yeah. potent. So it, it's you that's, do get your money's worth. That's there. the kind of the unbelievable thing. I don't have that much experience with atars and I would like to, you know, now that we are so into this um, Amwaj Atar collection, if anybody has any recommendations for other Atar collections for us to check out, we'd love to hear them. To me, it's it's a completely different way to experience fragrance, and it's yeah. been a, definitely a revelation of 2023. Yeah, it, I agree. It, it's just, it's, I want to I wanna dive in a little bit more. I know that can probably be a very vast world, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, so it'll be interesting to kind of dip our toes in it and see where it goes. Uh, should we move on to sense of the week? Yeah. Um, did we talk about your Christmas present? Oh, I think we can include it in sense of the week. I think so. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to start off easy. This is a fragrance that you had purchased for our anniversary for me. And that is finally uh, Mellow Yellow by Astrophil and Stella. I've been wanting it all year. I really love it. It's this uh, heady head shop, citrusy kind of woody vetiver iris scent. I know, and and crazy enough, it's a little bit like Lustre to me. Like there are some overlap there that just there's kinda, a little bit of weird overlap. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of crazy because sometimes you'll and going to what we were talking about a little bit earlier, where it's just like experiencing Lustre, you wearing that. There's been times where I thought you were wearing mellow yellow, or there's been times when yeah. I have mellow yellow on and I think it's lustre. I think it's definitely also because we gave them to each other on the same night. But they, no, I, like you're definitely right that they have some strange overlap. I've experienced it too. Um, I have to be honest, I didn't really get what you saw in mellow yellow when you first fell in love with it, but I see it now. Ah, oh, it's so nice. I'm going to read the note list. Yeah. So we have lemon, orange, green notes, orange blossom, cloves, iris, carrot seed, white musk, cashmere wood, woody notes, and vetiver. Can you spray it up, actually? We're going to spray it up. So we're going to take you through this, yeah, dear listeners. Uh, this is a Cecile Zorokian, right? Yeah. Speaking of Umwash, and she did some of these atars. She's everywhere lately. Yeah. She's damn good. She has a bit of a signature, Ooh. don't you think? Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, she's she's doing really well with the vanillas as well. So this yeah. smells like a roll of Neko's to me, which it I, has that powderiness. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of like sweet synthetic uh, orange. Yes, that Neko's. orange and the way the orange and the orange blossom kind of work together because you get that kind of floral growl that orange blossom <laughs> gives you, and then you get the kind of like sharpness and the oiliness of the orange. It's almost like an orange peel rather yeah, than yeah. The, the fruit itself. Then you get the lemon. The thing that never really pops out to me is the cloves, but I do get the carrot seed. That carrot seed gives you that kind of like, that kind of like parsnip kind of 
powderiness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of licorice here. Yeah. Which for me, clove can lean very licorice. Yeah, I guess as well. So I do. I do feel the clove. This is a strange scent, and now I like it's completely genius. And actually, Neko's are low key my favorite candy. So maybe I I really do need to wear this more. I'm glad that it's part of our collection. So good. It's also one of those ones. It's a bit like Rimbaud from Celine in that you can wear it every day. And yeah. it's like a, you'll never not be in the mood to wear it. No, Just, it's, it's, I've been wearing it so much this week. Uh, that is one I've almost worn every day, just at one point, like maybe in the morning or something mm-hmm. like it. Cause it is just, it's easy to wear. It has this kind of like, I don't know. For me, it's just very like nostalgic because it does smell like, you know, a little smoky, a little heady, a little candy-ish. You know, it, it, so many times of my life, you know, just spanning. On, it's just a beautiful scent. And, uh, oh, smelling it right now. With the orange like, and the clove, it's a little Christmassy, too. A little bit, yeah. Makes it appropriate. It's a little brighter. You know, I always, yeah. you know, Christmas to me always, it, it seems wintry mm-hmm. more than Christmas, I guess, to me. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, it's been actually, it's a very light-bodied scent, mm-hmm. and in the winter, we tend to wear so many heavy scents, so it's definitely a nice relief against an oud olia or a fauna, so to speak. Um, another one that I've been wearing a lot of is Lofaline by Serge Leton. We received a little 12 mil travel version of it, and it's... An older part of the collection. It's a Sheldrake's, I, b- I believe, Christopher Sheldrake. And I didn't know what to expect. It just kind of came with something that we ordered. And the, ingre- or the, the notes are pretty simple. It just says black pepper, dry woods, and incense. But there is just this beautiful skin musk heft to it. It has a little bit of like this, that smoky incense and the black pepper. The black pepper is kind of subdued to me. Like it's peppery, but it's not like, you know, peppery can be kind of like clean and, and, and crisp and sharp. Yes. This is more, the incense surrounds that and, and kind of tones down the sharpness of the black pepper. It's still there, but there's, there's some sort of musk involved here. Yeah. That's so good. It's. You know, for the incense and musk, it doesn't feel very warm. It doesn't feel very of the body. This feels like white and metallic to me. And it's it's very strange. There's parts of it that remind me of another uh, great weird incense that we own, Citizen X by X yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like Citizen X. Yeah, it's a little more woody and, yes, and yes. you know, vetivery almost. It's, I fell in love with this on first spritz. Yeah. Like, I smelled it and immediately had to put it as a part of a present for you. And I wanted so badly to talk about it. <laughs> and I was so excited about it that I actually was thinking, like, I might just buy this right now. I'm glad I didn't because we have this nice bottle of it. But it may be one down the line. Yeah, I think we, we had, this is for you and me. We should start a new shared apps note app thing where we put our start our want list for 2024. Because mm-hmm. I agree, I think this would be a good one. You and I are such incense and musk people. 
Well, and, and this I, is... I feel like for me, you know, you're a surge head. You know surge. You've had so many surge Latin fragrances over the years. That's kind of where you cut your teeth in your fragrance love from way back. I don't know it as well, and we don't have any sources around here. So it's, it's been yeah, it's fun been to while. kind of like I'm... explore. I've been picking up samples here and there, and it's just like there's a reason why the line is so iconic. And so yeah, nobody legendary. makes a it's, composition it's like so this. It's so good. This fragrance is so good. And, um, and it's just one of many. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't ever hear anybody talking about it. It has a lot of reviews and a lot of people like it, but it's just kind of like, it's just another surge scent. And it's like, damn, this is just another surge scent. It's so good. Uh, and maybe somebody listening out there who knows more about fragrance can answer this. But the interesting, interesting thing about Lorphaline to me is I'm looking at our sample right now. And it's completely clear. Oh, it's completely clear. Yeah. There's no liquid in it or no, no color in the liquid whatsoever. So I'm, I would think that incense and musk, at least one of those notes would be, have some kind of coloration to them, right? Yeah. And it's hefty. Like it stays on your clothes and in mm -hmm. your, like I, I, I wore it one day and it was just like, it would just pop up for days. Yeah. Maybe it's like a really cool synthetic. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's gorgeous. Speaking of Serge and synthetics, we have his, I don't know if it's his newest release. It's a new release this year. This is a crème de fumée by Serge Leton. We got a 10 milliliter sample along with Dion Aigui. Um, We'll get to that later. But this is a beautiful rum, cacao, uh, Smoke, tobacco, and woods. Yeah. It's really, again, I mean, I was so Oops, bowled over by Le Feline that it, it, I didn't really pay too much attention to that, but it was, I did spray it. I think we actually have like a little sample that I had. We have a couple other samples too somewhere. You know, the Christmas rush, you start hiding things. I don't want you to see them. And you have more stair samples and you haven't been showing them to me? Well, I didn't want to tip my hat. My hat. <laughs> I was really surprised when you gave me my Christmas gift. Um, yeah, okay, what do you think of a crane du fumé? Because I know we had different thoughts on this. Um, let me smell it here. I mean, I like it. it. It's not my kind of fragrance right now, I think. But I do, I'm starting to enjoy tobaccos a lot more. Yes. And this has a really nice tobacco note to it I'm tobacco and smoke it's very heavy on those things yeah and to me it's like with the rum and the cocoa <sighs> you know it is good it's good it's good yeah it's really good <laughs> i've been wearing it quite a bit um with the rum and the cocoa oh, it's delicious it's delicious and it's also like kind of a playful slightly butch gourmand actually i kind of i'm liking it a lot yeah you actually um we were going somewhere the other day and you said, I'm starting to get a vanilla powder thing going on here, like some kind of synthetic vanilla in there that you didn't like. Mm. How are you feeling about that now? I don't smell it right now, so we'll see. I can kind of see what you mean. It does sort of feel like uh, synthetic vanilla is in there somewhere. But right now where it's kind of in that uh, cacao, rum, and tobacco top area, top and middle, it's really a damn good fragrance. This is it's, would be per. This is a great holiday fragrance. Like wear it from like mid December to like mid January. Mm. People love you. 
I'm into cocoa right now as a note. Yeah. Or cacao. Always makes me think of the Portlandia thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, something else that has cacao that we've been obsessed with is Bellamy oh. by Le- Layup Straight. You wore that, was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah, that's on my list for things that I've been wearing a lot of. That, to me, that's top of the want list. Like, that is happening. We are getting that. Oh, okay. I love it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And the the cocoa in there is kind of what sends it over the edge to me. Makes it go crazy. It's just, um, you know, there's so many Oris Iris scents right now. I mean, there always have been, but I feel like there's been a real push in the last couple of years. Yeah, and it's just like, and, and there should be because it's, it's perfect but there's something very different about the delivery on bellame and i know we're still talking about the the cream de fumé which is great oh i'm starting to get that vanilla powder note now do you hate it it's killing it for it you it bugs me i don't know what it is it, I understand. and i don't want to always attribute it to vanilla powder because i don't not want to throw any life. shame or shade towards Metier Premier, who we love dearly. Um, but Scout, Davis West props, she made a comment somewhere and she suggested a, an aroma chemical that she thinks maybe is what's bugging me because it bugs her as well. Hmm. And I need I want to order a sample of that. Okay. We can identify and isolate yeah, I wanna the ide- problem. I wanna identify, you know, <laughs> I wanna look on it from the, your life. On the vanilla powder box, because the ingredient, I think, will be on there. I don't think so. Yeah, because the ingredients are on there. Yeah, but it's not the molecules. They don't. They can't uh, disclose their know. perfume formula. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I'm going to look anyway. But I can't remember what that uh, what that is called offhand, but I'm going to find out. I'm going to order it, and I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I think a crane de fumé is beautiful. I actually texted my mom and my sister because they also love Serge Laton. They both wear five o'clock still to this day. Um, and I told them they, I think they would like this one. So um, on to my Christmas gift. Yeah, please. Be on Aigui. This was my signature scent for years. Um, probably between, what, t- what year did this come out? 2009? I probably got it sometime shortly after then. When we had Barney's New York here in Dallas, R.I.P. Um, what an amazing experience for a fragrance lover. Yeah. Uh, and I wore it all the time. And just smelling this, I'm I've have a little bit of my old bottle that I just couldn't bear to use. But smelling this just took me back to, like, being in the back of a lift when I was 22, back when the lifts had like pink mustaches. Uh, one picked you up on our first date <laughs> when you were probably wearing Fiano Gui. Yeah, a big pink mustache on the hood of the the car, and I think that they had to stop doing those pink mustaches because they were like a fire hazard or something. I can't remember, but I remember waiting outside of the bar with you when the lift was coming. You're like, ah, oh, the pink mustache, because I I don't even at that time I had never even heard of lift. Like, why is this date? <laughs> a guy with a pink mustache this is the weirdest date ever. That's such a uh, time capsule. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We're going down memory lane. <laughs> but this fragrance is part of memory lane. So. Yeah. And 
honestly, when I wore this all the time, people would would know me by it. Um, people would always ask what I was wearing. And it's it's so good. I mean, this is everything that I love about fragrance. It's those green pine notes, um, really intense incense. It's gorgeous. There's also like some fruity notes here that make it very pleasantly sweet, dried fruits. It, um, it's also kind of dirty, and it has, now that I'm a little more versed in fragrance, Jeff and I were both noticing, it has a bit of a cat urine facet Yeah, that I'm loving. What are you doing over there? I'm putting notes on the, s the strips that we sprayed. Okay. And doing it incorrectly, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but... Do you want to smell this? I do. That's why I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm keeping these organized. Can you hand me a strip there? Sure. I don't know. We're going to spray everything. We're spraying everything. We're spraying it all. Here you go. And uh, taking our dear listeners along for the ride. This is, this is how, it, how it happens. But um, at first, it wasn't really triggering any memories for me. But then you were wearing it the other day, and it got caught in your hair or something like that. It's like, oh, there it is. Yeah, because you did. You wore it primarily. I mean, you wore that Wonderwood, and I also wore Accord Oud. Accord Oud, and, and um, what's the other one from Seven Veils? Seven Veils. Wait, no. What's the other? Baudelaire. Baudelaire, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think I would say my main fragrances back in the day were Baudelaire, Bye Bye Rado, Wonderwood, um, not as much, and Fionnike. Yeah, because I just remember this tray you had, and it had uh, Kyoto, yeah, Wonderwood, Baudelaire, Accord Oud, Fianangui, and um, when did Seven Veils come in the picture? Because you've had that like, long. Like, we've right? been, yeah, we've been yeah. living together for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it was not an early dating scent. Hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, that tray is kind of in my bag. Yeah. Had a real vibe going. Man, that's a that's a great tray. Yeah, I'd love to see a photo of that from way back then. <laughs> I remember because it was like a mirrored tray with like a like a pack of Marlboros on it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, oh. miss those days. Yeah. Um. So, but it's back in the collection now. Did do you notice anything drastically different about I the formula? I do feel, and I I've heard people complain a bit about reformulation. I have not done a side-by-side -side with my old bottle, which is honestly, it is worse for the wear. The yeah, quality of my turned. old bottle has turned. It doesn't last very long, and it smells a bit sharp. Um, this definitely smells better than my old bottle, but I would like to at least try to compare them to see if there's something different. I do feel there's something a touch different. It's not wildly different, um, and it, I would be happy to you know, pay full price for this after being familiar with the old formulation. Yeah, it smells great. It really does. It I've smells so, so good. Happy. The, my only gripe is like I miss the old bottle. I don't like these, oh, these big black, black bottles. Yeah, the black tall bottles suck. Why? Yeah, they look like they're not of any era. You know, it's like you can't even yeah, say like oh, not that's Art like Deco. A, a bad like 2015 modernist approach. It's like I don't even know what this is. Yeah. It's like where does this fit? I don't it's like it in read. our perfume cabinet. The shape is not. They're about to fall over anytime yeah. you walk by. 
those old bottles were so, I mean, they're symbolic of surge. That yeah. and the bell jar, yeah. it's like, the, why do you need this thing? I don't know what And I would is. just decant this into my old um, B.N.I.G. bottle, but it was kind of. You have labels all falling Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> falling apart. It's pretty sad. I think the caps all split. Um, yeah. I tell you, speaking of Byredo, a fragrant, a combo that I have discovered for myself, and this is something that I would want to, if and when we create a line of fragrances or come out with something or find some way to do something fragranced, this would be one of them. And it, it, it's kind of a, uh, I've been wearing Sunday Cologne by Byredo and Mouguet Fleury by Ariza Legrand. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's a, it's a perfect just scent. I don't know why I didn't think of this combo before. Because Sunday Cologne can kind of wear off pretty quickly. Yeah. But it has that sharp like pepper and spicy floral notes up top, a little smoky. But it needs a little something to carry it further. Mm. It smells very peppery to me, very yeah, it's cedary. Like peppery laundry. I love the smell. But oh my god, it's good. You add the 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 just power bomb of Lily of the Valley and Galbamum that uh, Mugway Fleury gives you, and it just like does all the heavy lifting. And together, they work magically. It's so so good. I love it so much. It's. Uh, it's a perfect Jeff scent. It is a perfect Jeff scent. And I know we've been championing Mugway Fleury by Oriza Legrand in the last couple of episodes, but oh god, so god, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Lily of the Valley, I think, has been like your the dark horse f favorite note of yours. I know. Of I don't know. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, you can say I'm in my freak era, but Lily, I'm in my Lily. Yeah, of the Valley which is era. like the grandma note. I try to find it in so many different things, and it just like I'm drawn to it's it. It's out of fashion. Like people haven't been using it for a I, long time. Yeah, I, I did a story. Uh, it's one of the Santa oh uh, Maria Novella scents. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're part of their Eau de Parfum line, and it's like Gelsimino or something like that. And it's <laughs> all the yeah, something like that. And it's uh, it's um, it's got Lily of the Valley, and it's got all these kind of citrusy notes, but it smells very similar, and it's so good. Not as good as this, but close. Um, but then you add, like I was saying, the Sunday colognes, the the peppery kind of woody, the spiciness, the lavender. It's it's adds some woody base to it, and it's just to me, it's the perfect combo. I always remember fragrances by what movie we watched together when I was wearing them. And I wore Sunday Cologne when we were watching that disaster movie from the 70s about like a virus. And they were going underground to oh. isolate and destroy the virus. It had taken out this town. Oh, God. Yeah. Fuck is, it's like an iconic movie. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> we'll put it in the, in the notes when we figure yeah. it out. Um. And so, yeah, I've been wearing that here and there just because it just, I enjoy it so much. It's probably more of a warm weather fragrance, but I don't even care. I'd wear that anyway. Um, and I was just thinking the other day, it's like if I had to sit with a perfumer and say like, what, what are you looking at for this fragrance? I would say like, can you take these two and just kind of put them together, dial this little bit up, dial this little bit down and boom, done. Let's walk away strap a label on that put it online sell it for chef's plagiarism <laughs> yeah no you know it's common 
combining things. I'm not gonna like <laughs> pour the bottles. You know? <laughs> but uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Call my lawyer. <laughs> what else you have? Um, okay, so I have been enjoying Rosu by Aesop mm-hmm. for a little daily scent. I like it early in the morning because Rosu represents a very realistic life cycle of a rose. You get that damp soil in there mm-hmm. that feels so invigorating. You know, I, I think that for me, scent can be like, it really can be a very poetic thing. I put on Rosu this morning. You had Henry this morning and I went to go work and it was just the nicest, most refreshing thing to spray on before I started my day. And it was almost like, I love that, you know, it, it takes you through the life cycle of the rose wearing the scent. And for me, I was kind of trying to see a project through beginning to end. So it felt symbolically appropriate. And it's just a, like that. It's a great scent. It really is. And also the note list is kind of crazy. I, I pulled up the note list for this episode to talk about. It's rose, shiso, pink pepper, bergamot, bitter orange, kayak, jasmine, ilong, ilong sandalwood, vetiver, patchouli, myrrh, and musk. It's a crazy long note list. There's so much more going on here than just rose. But it's difficult to pinpoint any one thing. However, to me, this does feel so realistic in the garden, and I love that soily aspect of it. So, yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying rose zoo. It's um, a, a great little daily scent. Yeah, it just always seems so watery rose to me, yes. and I love yes, that it's about very it. Very watery. Because yeah, so many roses are you know they're they're either really fruity or juicy or sweet or maybe they're a little bit more woody patchouli rose or oak moss rose like sheep type. But yeah. this is it's so dewy and watery, and like you said, there is a soil aspect to it that keeps it kind of just earthy. Mm-hmm. And um, and very much like Aesop as as a line. I mean, there's always that kind of earth raw kind of gritty side to a lot of their fragrances. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what makes them so special and uh, why we're such stands now. Such a stands. And I, I, you know, because I'm a rose lover, I'm always looking for innovative and exciting uh, rose scents. And I just, you know, it's so rare that I find them. I smell rose all the time and I don't have a lot of big rose loves. And one of my goals for 2024 is to find like a new signature rose for myself. I want to just go deeper into that because for me, it's so elusive. Uh, There's so many bad roses right now. It's like a plague on the scent market. Yeah, I mean, as I have become a rose I won't name names, but when I was trying to pick a scent for the game tonight, I smelled some really bad roses. Well, I will say that as a person that's come around on rose and really enjoying roses, there are a lot of just kind of middling, boring, like, we need a rose, so we're going to put one out, and here it is, and it's just kind of like, yeah, that's okay. But this one is not one of those. Things like French Affair, I love. Of course, we talked about last time, yeah. Karate G by Mason Detto, French Affair by Ex Nihilo, by the way. Um, yeah, I, but... Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because the other day when you said, I, you know, I feel like Lostre is my white flower. Yeah. White, white floral that you've always been searching for. You want to find this year the rose you've always wanted. So. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking along the lines of Le Fille de Berlin by Serge Lutton, um, which I own. I would also consider something like Rose Tenere 
by Frederick Mall previously Unrose. I'm not sure I fully understand what happened there. Um, but but not not Rose Tanner. I want to find something different. So if anyone has any ideas for great uh, Rose Soul of Floors, hit me up. Let me know. I tell you another one that I was speaking of Surge and Christopher Sheldrake, his kind of main perfumer. He did, as we learned in the game the last time, he did that Roke by Roberto Greco. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of playing around with that one a little bit. And I know it's, you know, part of my funk era. <laughs> totally and, um, but I really just, I love it. And I'm trying to figure out because they're only going to make 500 of these. And I don't know how much I love it, but I really just, it's so dirty and earthy and leathery and kind of sweet, but also a little like body funk. And it's just, it takes you, again, going back to that kind of sensory uh, moving kind of feeling that it gives you that uh that sense can give you and this is to me one of them and uh i don't know to me it has something of like the humidity and sort of very natural smell of like when you're kissing somebody and like you're smelling their breath and not like in a bad way it's just how like breath smells there's an aspect of that. It feels like you've gotten a little too close to somebody, which I think is the intention. Yeah. So is that bad or good? I will just say, um, I I think it's extraordinary to experience. I like being close to you when you're wearing it. It's not going to be for most people. It's definitely, obviously, that's who he sells his fragrances to. It's for people who are like collectors. He's, he's selling only to 500. <laughs> yeah, he's only selling 500 to people who don't mind smelling like morning breath after a one night stand. <laughs> God, yeah. It's very bodily, but in a very pleasant way. I, you know, it's it's a little like if you like Musk Gublacan by Serge oh, Laton, you'll love this. Man, I love this. Yeah. I do. I love it. Jeff and his freak era. Um, yeah, I just I'm, I'm really taken with that. Um, is it on the want list for next year? I, I mean, I really don't know because it's one of those things. Like I said, there's only going to be 500 of them. I mean, how many are there? How many have already sold? Um, is it something I would? I don't know. I think that's where. Uh, again, going back, like I would love to get involved in the kind of decant trade groups. You know, whether they're on Reddit or Facebook or wherever they are, I hope they're, I mean, I'm sure they're on Facebook. I hate being on Facebook, but um, if anybody has any suggestions for those groups, please let me know because I want to dig in. I think honestly, like we only need like six to eight weird friends who are willing to spend money on perfume and share. And then I think if you just have like a little, a little, like per- a, a little like perfume. a supper club. <laughs> yeah. A perfume commune. <laughs> But I, I mean, you get the mushroom. This has a mushroom note, and you get it. It's yeah, weird. You do. It, that's what brings the humidity to me. Yeah, it's so like, mm, I don't know. That is that is nice. Um, 
Any, I mean, the only other one that's really been, I've been testing out a lot is, is Fauna. I finally ordered it and I'm so excited for when it arrives by Regime de Fleur. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's beautiful. I've loved smelling it on you. But when you came home from like running various errands and you're like, I got three compliments that never happens. So I can't wait to see what happens when you start wearing Fauna on a regular basis. Well, and I confirmed with them based on the price and the limited availability and things like that, that it is because it has two different kinds of uh, authentic oud in it, Laotian and Indian. Um, it has castorium in there and it's just like, it's such a incredible smell, but I just, I keep that little bit on my desk and I smell it every day and I love it. Do you want more cocktail? I think I'll have another cocktail and then I think we should probably get to the game. Okay, let's do it. All right. I have just sprayed Jane's scent or rather dabbed it because it's a dabber. This is a very interesting musky mineralic tobacco smell to me right now okay there are those kind of um body odor aspects of muscublacan this definitely feels like part of jeff's freak era <laughs> i don't know what this is it smells great like this is immediately a love for me mm-hmm. because i like these kinds of scents it's it's the freak now <laughs> always me yeah, this is a big, dirty tobacco body odor thing that I love. It's like muscubicon, slightly different. How can I say this is different than muscubicon? Well, it feels, it's, not, it's not as animalic as It's a little bit lighter, yeah. But I would say it's grounded in all those it's same things. It's much more things. ambery as well. Yeah. And floral. Really? I don't get the floral aspects of it. Is there like rose in here? No, um, I mean, I guess it's not uh, floral. It's more like... Is there, uh, if there's a floral, can you tell me what it is? Um, I will tell you that there are three notes listed. Okay. They are opium, amber, and spices. Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a little smoky, a little floral. Yeah, I can get like... Can be. Maybe I smell something a bit like geranium... I don't know what poppy flower smells like. It's like a nutmeginess to it as well. I feel like I should know what this is. I feel like I don't. Anyway, I know we have something in our collection with opium as a note, and I've always been like, how do you do that? I love it. To me, this is something I could easily own. You know, even though we're being careful with our buying next year, this would fit right into our collection. It's It's a top one lister for me. Really? Okay. Yeah. What is it? Um, it is... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, it's a challenging pronunciation, so I want to give it a look over real quick. It's uh, Fiore d'Ambra by Profumo Roma. Wait, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wow. This has a real, like, pungent B.O. aspect to me tonight that I love, but I don't think I initially picked up on. It smells a little odor 93 to me. Yes, totally. Yeah. That's exactly what it Fushiani. smells like. Yeah. Yeah, it's of that world. Yeah, completely. Okay. But don't you feel like it's very Musk Kublikan too? It's, like uh, it's this, of that, yeah, it's of that kind of like, like tons warlo- of- warlord's uh, sheepskin. In that like really chewy labdanum. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. It's like pillaging and marching across the grasslands. Yeah, conquering. when I am... Um, when I was trying to think Ooh, of your Christmas okay. present, Fiorda Ombra was on the list too. I get it much more on the strip that it's than Lucani. on my skin. Yeah, way actually, more. Yeah, that's crazy. It's it smells like muscubacan on the strip, right? It's dank. It's it's much more feral. Yeah, I guess it needs the heat of it's your skin little, to sweeten up. It's a little poopy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't mm. know if mm is. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's uh wow, it's a much different like I put a little on my skin, you put a little <laughs> on your skin and then we put some on um uh, a strip. And I'm wondering if it's interacting with the strip a little bit. I didn't get way. too much on my skin. You you dabbed me very lightly, but I still smell it. Cuz I only have a little bit left. I will say I am familiar with the scent. Yeah. We've worn it a couple of times. It's fucking gorgeous. It's so yeah, well, good. Yeah. Own. But it does smell so different on the strip, so that's interesting. It's, it is interesting. Yeah. Huh. Maybe we um put it on the tray next week, report back on how it goes. Yeah, no kidding. Science experiment. Okay. Your turn. My turn. I have just sprayed Jeff his first scent. This is like kind of like Fior d'Ambra, but with mothballs and pine trees. Hmm. It's very cooling, but there is definitely kind of like um endolic barnyard hay. This is this could be off putting to somebody. This is something from your want list years ago. Really? This was maybe Jeff's the beginning of Jeff's freak era. <laughs> God. Huh. This I do is, find this like kind of disgusting. It is, yeah. It's um I don't know where I would wear this. I, wonder... I believe someone who we always thought smelled incredible told us what that this was what she wore. And that's Oh, okay. <laughs> this may be something that's turned because I think this is long been discontinued or at least for a few years and then we got a decant of it because i remember who was wearing it i remember where we were and i remember loving it and thinking it was amazing and that is christian dior's leather oud is yes. that correct yes that is what this is i mean it's it's mellowing out now and it smells more like a oud kind of saffron it's very it is very kind of like woodsy, piney too, um, which you know, I mean, obviously oud's a, a a wood. It's it's interesting. I don't. I wonder what it would have smelled like in that moment. You would know? you like to know the listed notes? Yes, please. So even though it smells like poop and saffron, the listed notes are bergamot, cardamom, clove, geranium, jasmine, oud, smoke, birch, patchouli, amberwood, and sandalwood. Okay. I mean, it is, it's a, it's something. Who's wearing this? I don't know. I don't know who's, I tell you who loves this. Who? Our favorite, Fragrance Journey 01. Oh, really? Yeah, he loves this. I can see that. Um, Wow. 
I smell. I don't it. dislike it. I I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it now. I actually like now that it's it's mellowed down, out. It's, yeah, it's mellowed down so much. It actually, I can see how probably if you gave this like thirty minutes, it would smell insanely beautiful. Yeah, like when you, first off the strip, it was like, whoa, <laughs> what am I smelling like, here? Flaming <laughs> turd. <laughs> Did you? And now it's pretty. Is this Oda Henry? (laughs) 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 Because I think the diaper pail's open. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like people are probably so disgusted hearing this. Yeah, sorry. Hey, it's it's fragrance, you know. This actually smells nice now. (laughs) Yeah, it is. uh, It's calmed down the the waves of the grossness. Oh my god! Actually, yeah, I Uh (laughs) kind of don't want to give it back to you now. Well, I would like to. That's the journey. That's the journey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a totally different fragrance now. And the person we knew who wore this, she's very lovely. Very lovely. Very chic. Yeah, she has great taste. Yeah, it's much. Yeah, you get the leather now. Like, I'm starting to get the leather. It's soft. It's It's kind of powdery leather. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's very. It's okay. I get it now. Sorry, yeah. I want to just compare it to the note list really quick again. I think we, we you you spray this on like you were saying. Wait a half hour, then leave the house. Yeah, I'm getting like the gentle spices of like the cardamom and the clove. Hmm. Yeah, kind of softness of the birch. But yeah, it it, it has been discontinued. I wonder if it'll be because uh, Kirchen has been bringing out. Well, he, I think he's gonna reintroduce some what will he be doing in 2024 because i think the tides have kind of turned on him like where are the good releases i don't i mean does anybody talk about he did that like summer scent for dior that i heard nobody talk about um it's like i can't remember the name of it it just was released in like the last week or so Mm. it's it has a similar name to another dior fragrance that has been discontinued it's like new notes or something like that i can't remember what it's called but it, it's uh it's a different fragrance altogether interesting yeah this is really nice now it's very it, to me it's very piney yeah i, I can see that it's very yeah. woodsy yeah it's very um wow that opening though boy yeah sorry we took everyone on such a journey getting to the beautiful so again that this. was leather oud by christian dior uh, part of the, and what is that line? Is it? It's not privé. Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. It's the the fancy one, <laughs> and the cool little bottles. I have just sprayed the second scent for Jane. This is a really beautiful soft floral iris. Yes. Is it y- like ylang ylang and iris? What's the flower here besides? I'm going to give you the note list right off the bat. Please do. I'm not going to tell you the the perfumer. Um. It is osmanthus, clary sage, iris, tobacco leaf, leather, and oak. Ooh, gorgeous. Great combo. I love yeah. that. That note list is like poetry. It smells incredible, actually. I, I did not anticipate when I picked it to be this good. I mean, this is just Oris excellence, mm-hmm. which I feel like we've had a lot of in our life lately. Yeah. With going into the Celine sense, which all have an Oris base, and then, you know, talking about... I think that oak and the tobacco leaf and the leather kind of give it this kind of like earthy scratchiness. I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely there's a spicy note. 
the leatheriness is very pleasant. A slight greenness. It's very balanced and the whole effect is so smooth. There's nothing jarring here. It feels like a soft cloud of luxury. Oh. What is what type of house is making a scent like this? Um it's a newer house. Small. But uh, making the presence feel, they have a really great perfumer and they have kind of cool bottles. Um, sold in luxury outlets like Neiman's or, um, you know, Bloomingdale's, places like that. Sachs. Can you read me the note list again? I'm trying to identify something here. Osmanthus, clary sage, iris, tobacco leaf, leather, and oak. Maybe it's the clary sage. I love that, like, yeah. peppy aromaticness of it. Yeah. This is a genius combination. I smell it. It feels so soft yeah boy the iris it's, really shines it's though. a really nice relief after smelling those two really intense fragrances back to back yeah and i'm gonna warn you your third one's pretty intense <laughs> okay start the new year off right <laughs> um you know it's hard to do the own sample pitch game now that we're trying to really cut back on what we want but I don't know. I would have to spend time with this because it's gorgeous. Well, you have I a pretty good sample of very it. So happy I think you can, this. yeah, you can get some. Who is this? Uh, well, I'll tell you the perfumer's Rodrigo. Oh, it is? Mm hmm. Oh, shit. Hey, is this um, House of Bow? It is. And it's Esperatu. Man, this is really good. It's really good. Yeah. Wow. I'm so glad that you pulled this out because I remember the first time we tried, tried the line. I was kind of so blown away by the, uh, what's the aquatic tuberose? Uh, La Mer? La Mer, yeah, yeah. I got so blown away by that. I didn't really pay attention to this, and this is good. I tell you, the, the one that I really, I think there's, it, there's one that's oud or something like that, but it's not that crazy. It's so beautifully well done. That line, we don't have a sample of it, but that is really good. But this is so Oh, wow. Yeah, it is really, really nice. When I sprayed it just now, you went to go get water, I sprayed it, and for you to test it out, it, it filled my little area. And I was like, oh, God, where's this been all my life? It smells so good. Yeah. Um, definitely yeah. something I want to spend more time with and something we should have spent more I've time I've wanted with. to like really fall in love with something from that house, but it felt like La Mer was a little bit too redundant with some of my other Rodrigo white florals. I mean, what is that? Like four or five milliliters yeah. the sample Yeah, we, got, we bought like, the full sample set and the samples are hefty. Yeah, so it's... It's not quite tin. But it'll, you know, you can get some wear out of that. Yeah. Find out if you really, really like it. I have just sprayed Jeff his second scent. It's very green. There's a little watery, like, and there's also this yellow floral middle. It's fresh. It feels, feels very me. Um, I really, really like this. There's like a ginger or a lemon note up at the top. Lemon, yeah. You can get a little bit of like, there's, it's like a sandalwood that's not kind of coming in yet, but you can tell there's a little bit of wood in the base. It's not dank or green. Like the green is very fresh. Like it's, this is really nice. It's super bright, right? Yeah, it's, it's really happy. refreshing and, 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 but not clean. 
Like it, it's got weight to it. It's got yeah. some like coating, some kind of yeah. It's not it's not airy by any means. Do you want just, me to tell you the creative brief for this scent? Yeah, please. This scent is an ode to 90s rave culture, an energy boost where the laws of time no longer apply and you start to see things differently, like being in hyper-reality, the technicolor world of your own movie. The pops of color under the light change your perception of your surroundings and light the way to a brighter tomorrow. Do you feel it? That 90s rave culture? Yeah, I guess. I feel like um, the rave culture people that I knew in the 90s I feel like this is, they would have been sweeter. A lot of like, they they would wear like the, the candy, candy necklaces, necklaces yeah. and the uh, the rings with the suckers on that because when I guess you're, you're tripping balls, you're, you know. God, this is a cool scent. This is a really cool scent. Note list, my dear. I think people, there's a lot of people that like this fragrance. It's so great. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's a lot. This I, is a winner. I thought you would like it. I also kind of feel like we we've been talking and smelling about a lot of heavy scents. This is so refreshing. This is a crowd please. Like no one would dislike this scent. This could be someone like in their regular rotation. There's a little bit of soapiness to it as well. Yeah, you know, there's like there there's some florals. There's some. It's nice, but there's grit to it at the base. There's yeah. So it's it's um. Tell me the note list. The note list is pedigrain, lemon, fig, jasmine, rose, pink, and black pepper. Okay. Well, you're getting the pink and black pepper all over the place, but you're definitely getting um, pedigrain. That's what I'm smelling most of. It's so good. It's so good. This is a winner. Yeah. I want to say that. So this is Light Source by Andrea Mack. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I do know this fragrance. And- yeah, this is a really, really good fragrance. People should May buy I smell this. this again? Yeah. Highly yeah. recommended. Is this your favorite from the line? Mm, there's like three that I really like. There's that. There's um. Oh my god, this is gorgeous. Oh god, I can't think of the name of the other two, but Light Source is definitely one of the ones that I like a lot. That is a great scent. This is really juicy and bright. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just puts me in a good fucking mood. I love all yeah. the pepper there. I love pepper and. If you love pepper. You're going to put this scent on. You're going to get shit done. Yeah. You're going to feel good about it. You're going to have, you're going to go out and you're going to run errands. You're going to come back and do things around the house. You're going to do a little work. You're going to call your parents. You're going to get shit done with this fragrance and you're going to feel good about it. And people are going to be like, man, you smell amazing. And you're like, yeah, it's light source. I don't do Mac. So yeah, very well done. It's man. There is like this kind of soapy fougere quality to it as well like a barbershop style it's really nice yeah okay i'm not gonna say put that on the want list because (laughs) we're insane but it's a good one that is a really really good one okay your last one okay prepare yourself i have just sprayed jane's final scent this is a very dirty leathery oud with some funky vegetal aspects very much in the line of like everything that we've been talking about tonight i don't love it honestly since we have been deep in this area of fragrance worn out i've smelled a lot of the animalic ouds and 
so many of them are really beautiful, but for some reason, this just isn't really doing it for me. But I will say, look at how much our um our experience with Leather Oud by Dior Yeah, we'll give it a few minutes. Let yeah. me, yeah, almost like we should pause this and let me come back to it. Because right now, it's just very a face value Oud that isn't transporting me anywhere. It's Oud without the magic. It's just Would you kind like of me to funky. read the Oud list note list? Sure, read the Oud list note list. Egyptian Jasmine. Pink Lotus, Suede, Immortelle, Frankincense, and Saffron. Okay. It's Oodless. It's Oodless. So it's just like a lot of saffron. Yeah, I get the the, the frankincense and the saffron. Are I big get the for frankincense. It's yeah. getting sweeter now. Yeah. Um. Now that it's opening up and it's that kind of dankness is dissipating and it's giving way to some drier spices. It's still lacking something. Hmm. This is missing the kind of body I would like a scent like this to have. It's a bit too cooking spices without some sweetness to round it out. Okay, I see, yeah. It's very dry. It's very dry. So I will. I don't think I would find this very wearable. What kind of house? Is doing this a, a house that likes its challenging fragrances? Is it Mio? No. Hmm. Smaller, maybe. I guess you would consider it smaller. Oh, okay. English. Um. Oh, they have a couple scents that you really like. That are skanky. Oh, is this Papillon mm-hmm. Artisan Perfumery? Yeah. What is this? Is this Anubis? Or? It's Anubis, yeah. I don't love this. I don't love it either. That's. I feel like I really liked this when I first smelled it, and I'm not liking this at all tonight. Not when there's like Salome out there. It's like, yeah. you know, you know. Even what was the other one that we tried? Oh, God. Hera? Hera. Hera's that really beautiful. gorgeous. There's another one as well that we tried when we were in New York where it was just like, oh, that's so good. Yeah, I'm not into this. Anubis is a no no for me. To me, this is where saffron goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like so many times you get that oud leather saffron triangle and they all kind of like help make each other when yes. you don't want to use the real thing or, or you can't use the real thing. And they kind of get almost like, it's almost like a cleaning product meets cough syrup. Mm-hmm. And it really hits with this one. Well, to me, you handed Henry off to me this afternoon, and you said, this boy smells like stew, (laughs) which he did. His grandparents took him out for Mexican food last night, and we didn't give him a bath. We didn't have time to. So he just kind of smelled like fajitas all day. And um, it's a bit of that vibe for me. Yeah. Fajita child vibe <laughs> fajita baby fajita baby i'm i mean and we went in we talked about this in our last episode but i'm so against dinner scent dinner scents any kind of like food vibe for fragrances i'm hating it yeah if it's not sweet if it smells like my dinner i don't want it yeah no i i yeah especially now that we put it in the context of fajita baby yeah, yeah. Who also sat on like sweet potatoes today, which only added to the stew. I mean, it was a true stew. Babies absorb smells like nothing else. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's crazy. You can only bathe them so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, full disclosure, we did bathe them. Yes. Evening, so, yeah. You know, God. How about uh, my third one? Okay. Let's get this one done. I have just sprayed Jeff his third scent. There's an element to this that smells like Little Debbie's Swiss, uh, the not Swiss rolls, but the jelly rolls. <laughs> it has like the the white chocolate yeah. base and the, the jam in the middle. I wish we had some right now. Yeah. There's a lot of that in here. And that was kind of like my go-to for lunch when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it smells a little like um, fruity pebbles too. It's very fruity. But you can, oh no. I'm getting the vanilla powder note. I thought you would. It's there. I did it's this coming to, through. I it's did com- this to antagonize you. It's, uh, God, man. It's, I hate that note. I got to find out because I got to quit referring to it as the, the VP note. Uh, or maybe I'll just call it the VP note. Yeah. It's there, but otherwise it's a pretty fruity. You can tell it's like I when I when you first spritzed it and handed it to me, it's like, is this designer? <laughs> Not to be Ooh. snobby, but it's like, is this a designer? Shade. But then but then when I, you know, got my nose on it, as they say, uh, you can tell it's quality. It's it's higher end. I, I feel like it smells really high quality. Yeah, it's very high quality. It feels a little bit like um Armani Privé or uh uh what's the Terrazzini or Tiziana Terenzi. Yeah, Terenzi. It's Cecile Sorokian. Is that any kind of clue for you? Wow. Um, Oh, I think I know what this may be. Is this Lost Alice? No. No. um, She didn't do that, I don't think. Um, Is it Mask Milano at all? No, I think like that's a really good guess, though. This is Vanilla Adesia. Oh. By Electimus. Wait. Oh, because we got two samples. I was going to use that, actually, and hit it in my special sample uh, oh my game goodness. drawer. That's so funny. How, and, we, how are we always on the same page? Wow. But I didn't want to because, you know, it's kind of part of the vanilla. I don't know if we can even do our vanilla episode if you're going to, like, be so sensitive to every synthetic vanilla. This is this has it, but it's buried by so many like layers of like sweet, boozy, spicy notes. Like it's real spicy. May I smell it? You get like the cook. Talk about cooking spices. It they are peppered all around. That's her signature. She does a lot of um, a lot of clove and cardamom. So the notes here are frankincense, heliotrope, mandarin, bergamot, pink pepper, cumin, cinnamon, coriander, rose, ylang ylang, vanilla, sandalwood, patchouli, vetiver, and cedar. I get the cedar. That makes sense. This smells great. It has like a very- I like the cumin. Very like peppery wood. You get the cooking spices all around it and it it tones down that vanilla note that I don't love mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I'm going to, I have it on my phone here, that note that Scout had mentioned um, is called, <laughs> Jesus, Norlimbanol. 
Uh, by Fermanich. Uh, like something I would take to Karma sleep. Wood is the IFF version, and Timberol is the Simrise version. Interesting. That's really interesting. And it's actually like a woody amber note. So I'm going to see if that's it, because... Yeah, it's there. It kind of make it, you kind of. I sick. tell you what it is. It, it makes me feel ill. Yeah, that's what I was like, just saying. Like it makes me feel nauseous in a weird way. I can understand that, and I can yeah. see it with this Sarasutan scent that we yeah. were trying. And actually, sorry, will you mention again what the IFF calls that molecule? Uh, what do they say that is? Caramel wood. Okay, so and there's timberol and uh, norlimbanol is one of the, the three names. I do believe that Sarasotan had a strange name for one of the notes hmm. in that. Sorry. Uh, you can just cut me talking about I this. I can off. get a four milli- milliliter sample of it from uh, Perfumer's Apprentice for $7. Okay, so yeah. I think we'll I'm going to do that. I'm going to order a couple others. I'm going to get this narrowed down because I know everybody is just dying to know. What's on Jack's Tuning in each, each episode to find out, like, did he solve the riddle? Okay, so... Other than the note that you hate, how are you feeling about v- vanilla? Sorry, what's it called? Shit. Uh, uh and vanilla. Oh my god, this episode's adi- going off the rails. Vanilla adhesia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I don't love it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on there. I can see. It's just not anything I would want to. I mean, there's so many vanillas that. I it- bet a lot of girls, fancy girls would like this it's nice it really is it's just not for me and uh i've seen a lot of love for it on tiktok and i think like if you're the kind of person who covets dior bags and chanel you love that luxury lifestyle i think you're gonna like it's very luxurious yeah and i think for an it's almost like a new category of fragrance where it's like a really a really well blended gourmand, but done in an extremely elevated way. You can smell the tall, the quality here completely. That's just something that performs really well right now, and a lot of people go for it, and I can see why. And I think a lot of people are just they're trying to take vanilla in new directions. And this does that. I and think it, does it does do successfully. that. Um, and it's just, and I want vanilla to be in a new direction because I don't like all the cakey gourmandy ones, as we've discussed many times. This is probably just not the direction I'd want to go. Personally. I think it's pretty feminine. I can't see it on. A it's man. very. It's again. It's very fruity, like which is yeah, nice. I, I kind of like that angle that. of it. I just don't. It's just not. It doesn't speak to me. Um, but that's uh, that's it, right? That's all of our sense. Uh, and just an update. Uh, Leather has gone back to poopiness, so yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably going to be an out for us as well. <laughs> it was beautiful for a second. Now it's back to smelling like. Yeah, now it's uh, it's kind of what I would think poop. Anubis would smell like, to be honest. Like, yeah, I figured Anubis would smell like leather oud, but uh, finally, Light Source still winner to me. Just picked up the strip. Andrea Max Light Source is a man. I tell you what, it'd be a great fall scent for somebody to wear out on the town. Winner anytime. I feel like yeah, you could wear date it night, party night, whatever. Get get Light Source. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we had a clear winner from the game this round. Um, and that's it. So 
I hope that everybody had a wonderful New Year's. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Again, if anybody wants to clue us in on some good trader decant selling groups, let us know. And if you have any questions, thoughts, or requests, email us at hello at Fragrophilia or catch us on the gram or TikTok. And I will also reiterate my request for ATAR recommendations. If anyone has any of those, we'd love to report back on more of our experiences here. Yeah. So, all right. We'll see you next time. Happy New Year. Bye.